Welcome to Ghostly. Is the Kennedy family cursed? Ghostly is a podcast that comes out every other week. And in each episode, we take a ghost story or paranormal event and look into its complete history. Rebecca then gives evidence proving that the story is real-ish sometimes. Um, And my job is to debate those pieces of evidence and get you, the listener, prepared to vote on if it's real or not. If you haven't yet, please hit that subscribe button. And as always, we're your host. I'm Pat. And I'm Rebecca. What's been going on, Rebecca? Well, I wanted to mention that Ghostly just got an awesome shout out on another podcast um, who's actually one of our listeners. Uh, It's called Wayne's Corner Podcast. Yeah, it sounds really cool. It is really cool. I checked it out. Um, He does a fun fact every week. And usually they're really short. Our episode that he mentioned us on was like the longest one I saw for 10 minutes. And uh, he talked about the tradition of ghost stories at Christmas and how we like to bring that tradition back. Absolutely. We've been trying for two years now to bring that tradition (laughs) back. We're just going to keep Keep working on that. Uh, How about you, Pat? What's been going on with you? Uh, So in the last episode, I talked about, you know, some of my health issues going on. And I'm not going to go back over that. Um, And we were really on par to start doing Ghostly every other week again. And then I returned to work. And with all the stuff going on, I I needed a little bit more time. So I am very sorry that this episode's coming out late. Um, It it is not because my health has gotten worse. It's because I returned to work. So trying to balance work and the medical stuff and ghostly and uh, other responsibilities that I have, just uh, it was it was a little bit too much for me. I Yeah. Yeah, but we're, so I chose to nap. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, but we're working on it. We're we're keep, we are. keep pushing and see how we do. There, uh, you know, I am going to promise though that our next episode will come out in two weeks. That I think we can promise that one yeah. for this. Yeah. So, um, we have some shout outs now. There's two ways to get shout outs here on Ghostly. There is the um. There's the way where you go buy us coffee and buy me coffee. Uh, we will give you a shout out then. But there is also another way for um, people that leave us reviews on Apple Podcast. Yeah, absolutely. And we got two in this break that we have. Mm-hmm. So um, why don't we break this up? I'm going to read the first one if you want to read the second one. I love it. All right. So uh, this one is Love the Format of Ghostly, a five-star review by Lizard Breath nine one seven, love it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I've had a lizard before, and I've never smelled their breath. Oh, okay. It was never like something that was a big deal. Okay, I've never had a lizard, nor I, would I want I've to had smell several, their breath. Several okay. lizards, and I've often tried to smell their breath for some reason. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyways, anyways, uh, I have been listening to this podcast for just a few weeks. But I have gotten caught up already. Now, that's hard to do because our episodes are long and uh, <laughs> yeah. we have a few of them. So I, he said, I abs- or he or she, they said, I absolutely love the format of the debate weekly as well, the fun banter between Pat and Rebecca. 
I find myself looking forward to hearing Rebecca's ghost stories, too. Yeah. See, some people like them. Yeah, like even. Like, <laughs> I even enjoy Rebecca's ghost stories. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, thank you guys for this fun podcast to listen to. Hashtag Team Believer. Yeah. Yeah. Don't make fun <laughs> of my Team Believer. <laughs> All right. No, well, thank you, Lizard Breath. Yeah, thank you so much. And I have another five-star review. Uh Team Skeptical Believer dot 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 is this a thing by HMG86. Um, I've been a ghostly listener from the beginning and I can't say enough good things about this podcast. I'm a skeptical believer, meaning overall I am a believer, but I realize not every story is rooted in reality and some storytellers embellish their experiences. I appreciate Rebecca's ability to put the listener in the shoes of the person experiencing the ghostly encounter. I appreciate Pat's ability to call BS yeah. when a story sounds far-fetched or inconsistent. I mostly appreciate the duo's ability to be to be respectful of one another's position, though lively debate. Oh, sorry, through lively debate and disagreement, we could use more of that in today's world. Keep up the good work and the spookiness. Wow, I mean, those are really good reviews, and I I like that. Um, he kind of caught on to our secret um, mission. Secret mission with Ghostly is to teach people that we can disagree, and it's and, okay. And it's okay sometimes. I mean, sometimes you're gonna need to walk away, you know. Right. And um, but I mean, we disagree about this. This is you know not something too major, but you could use this in major things as well. You know, you can say, okay, that's how you believe. And this is what I believe. Yeah. It sometimes can just be more of an educational thing, not necessarily about changing someone's mind. Absolutely. So do we have any listener mail? We do. Awesome. Oh, we, we do. We have, um, we've got a listener mail from Rachel. Okay. All right. When I was in elementary school, we lived next to my dad's best friend and his family. Their daughter became my best friend, and so we spent a lot of time at her house. PJ, dad's BFF, was like an uncle to me, and we were all so close, we even went on vacation together. PJ had a health issue that had unexpectedly put him in the hospital for some time. One day, the whole family drove two hours to the hospital to visit. Unfortunately, we had gotten there too late. He passed away 30 minutes before we got there. It was difficult for everyone. A very important fact about PJ is he loved Pepsi. He loved it so much that my grandparents always kept a case on the covered front porch so he could get one whenever he wanted. We had bought a new case, never been opened, and never was opened before this night. I know this because I had gone out to lock the front door after everyone was already in bed. Grandma tended to forget the most this most nights. This was the night before his funeral. I woke up at 1.37 a.m. I know because I had a Lion King clock that lit up every night directly in front of my bed and was annoyed at the time. Very cool. Very cool. I got up and walked downstairs. Everyone in the house was asleep. There were no lights on until I got to the kitchen to get some water. I turned them off. When I left, while walking back, I noticed something moving in the dark on the front porch. Okay, that would be a scary moment. <laughs> there's a street light outside that lights uh, the front porch just enough to see there was no physical person standing there. Me in fight or flight mode did not scream or take my eyes off the figure, not even for a second. It bends over and stands back up. 
It rubs its belly. PJ had a huge tumor in his belly that he would rub all the time and disappears. I'm about six feet away the whole time. To get off our porch, you still have to go through another door, which was locked. I checked. I flipped on all the lights. Doors still locked. Everyone's still asleep. No signs of a break-in. I woke up my grandparents and had them come downstairs. They inspected, so no sign of entry. Called my parents at home, both home asleep. No one else had keys. We went back to bed. The next morning, I got up early to look again since the sun was up. No tracks in the snow or mud. I came inside and noticed the Pepsi case had been opened and one can was missing. I interrogated the family because we promised not to open it until after the funeral. No one had taken the can. Yes, I checked the trash cans at both houses. No Pepsi can. I am 26 now and still believe the figure I saw was PJ getting one last Pepsi for the road. Wow. Uh, That's a really good story. Very spooky. Um, But kind of, you know, leaves you feeling like... I don't know, like when it's a family member, is is it a spooky really? Yeah, it's kind of sweet. Kinda yeah, like sweet, it's like yeah. like spooky, but but not a bad spooky, I guess, in a way. And what's really interesting is that um, is that the person's name was PJ, mm-hmm. and we will be talking about a PJ in this episode. Mm. Did you do that on purpose? No, I wow. just thought this would be a fun it's just story. accidental. Huh? Yeah. Wow. I don't believe you. <laughs> no, really. I know it was just well, instinctual. Thank you, Rachel. We really appreciate that. Um, that was a really good story. And yeah. um, so I guess we have to do polls, right? Well, actually, we could really quick, if you have a story for us. Oh, yeah, yeah. We love stories. I mean, we have stories, but we need more stories. We always, always need, more. need more stories. Um we love reading them. So um, you can send us an email at info at ghostlypodcast.com. Leave us a voicemail at 630-448-2138. Uh, or you can even send us mail. You know we love the mail. Those get mm. read quickly. Yeah. Just putting that out there. Those get a little bit of preference. They do. P.O. Box uh, number 264, Geneva, Illinois, 60134. All right, now you know what time it is. Yeah, I it's, guess we have to. I mean, I never like this section. I don't know why. You win some of the time. Some of the time. It yeah. happens. Rarely, right? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Lately, though, you've been winning more. So uh, don't. <sighs> I'm going to start to get, you know. Well, this one was about Mary Todd Lincoln and seances in general, right? Right. We were kind of going with the, yes, we were talking about Mary Todd, but also just in general, we had been talking about seances for a few episodes. Yeah. So are seances real? Yes, 22%. No, 77%. Wait, I won again? You did. So no more. No more of this. No more about seances. Obviously, we don't believe in seances here at Ghostly. We're going to see. We'll see if they ever come up again. I don't know. But I just know more of this like, oh, I never win because you always win. <laughs> I don't always win. Well, we're going to see with this one. I I don't know. I, um, I'm feeling confident with this one. You are? A little bit. I'm feeling pretty confident too, actually. Ooh. I mean, you know, if people are thinking logically, I think that we can... Say no, but I mean, this is way before we're... I was just going to say, why don't you tell us yeah. what we're talking about so, today? So, yeah, we are going to be talking about the Kennedy family curse, right? Yeah. So the Kennedy family is probably the closest thing that we have in the U.S. here to royalty. 
Would you agree with that? I would agree with that. I mean, we have some new royalty like Beyonce and Jay Z, but but the Kennedys they they've too, been yeah. around a long time, and yeah, yeah, and you know, I think the royalty needs to touch upon the politics a little bit at least, right, right, and they definitely do. Um, they've been in the political spotlight for a very long time. I just heard a stat the other day that they had a reign of somebody in a um, in a federal position mm-hmm. for 64 years. Yeah, I think that just that just end with the election or maybe not. I don't I don't remember exactly I don't know when if it he won ended, or not, but yeah. but 64 years. Crazy. Yeah, of there being a Kennedy in either Congress or the White President. House. Yeah. yeah. Um so that is an amazing fact and I don't know of any other family that that ha- that can say something like that. Definitely not. Um, this episode was suggested to us by David Vox Mullen of the DVMPE Production Empire, host uh, of the David Vox Mullen Show. Yes. Weird, because if there was another host for the David Vox Mullen <laughs> Show, I, it, I don't know if it would sit right. Yeah, you know? that might be a little weird. Uh, and also EPH612, which is a very spooky podcast that I really enjoy and that we've talked about on the show a couple times. Yep. Um, So in this episode, we are going to focus on the curse itself. There's so much more to the Kennedy family than a curse, right? Yes. Um, But we would need at least several episodes to cover the entire Kennedy family and all the events of their lives. And it's not really our thing, right? I mean, we're not a political podcast. Yeah. So um, as we often do on Ghostly... We will not be talking about the most popular events, like the JFK assassination. I mean, you you did know that JFK was assassinated. I right? did. I did. And RFK. Yep. Maybe not have an FK after your, your first initial. That's what I'm just, <laughs> that's my thought. You know, like if, like if I was PFK. You might be a little worried. I would be worried. Because of the curse. I'd be worried every day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but if we ever did a conspiracy theory podcast... This would be a top episode, I'm sure, right? Mm, yeah, interesting. <laughs> Cons- conspiracy? Conspiracy. Conspiracy. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's just so much misfortune in this family that people have started to speculate that there is a curse on the family. And we wanted to explore the idea, much like we did for the Von Erich family. Yes. So when, when David Vox Mullen brought that up, I was like, yes, yes, that <laughs> We're is. excited. And then uh, we started to do the research and we realized it is a lot. It's a lot, yeah. <laughs> it is a lot more than what I had just thought of. I mean, when you think of this kind of stuff, right, JFK, RFK, you know, you think of those kind of things. Maybe you throw in JFK Jr., mm-hmm. you know, and uh, you're like, yeah, that's that's really interesting. No, there is a lot more to this. And it's still <laughs> happening. Yes, yes. So, yep, lots, lots going on. So do you have a ghost story for us, Rebecca? I do. This was a difficult one to write a ghost story for because yeah. it's all, you know, real things that happen to real people. So I, I but uh, I hope I did justice to this one. But just so our listeners know, these are stories that you write. Yes. ghost stories. <laughs> yes, okay. this is something I wrote. This is not like a real thing that this person necessarily said. This well, is based it's one of on those, some things. It's one of those things like the Da Vinci Code that you kind of base off of the facts, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. I hope I'm right. I hope that enough time has passed 
and that this horrible curse has left our family. I didn't realize what I was getting into when I married Jack. I knew it was a chosen match, one to help the family politically, and it wasn't always perfect, but there were moments of joy. But I didn't know the history of tragedy and death that came with them. When Jack died, Bobby was worried, worried about a curse. He didn't let it stop him from trying, though, but it got him anyways. So I left as much as I was able to, took the kids and found a new life away from that tragic family. It seems we've gotten past it all. It's been a while now, and my kids know that they need to take care and be safe. And neither have any interest in politics, so I hope that the curse ignores them. I told my son this. No extra risks. It seems to have passed you by. You can avoid this curse. I just hope John Jr. listens. Wow. So did Bobby actually worry about the curse, or was that something you added in? No, that is not something I added in. Wow. That really puts it all into perspective there a little bit. Yeah. And, uh, We're going to talk about this. You know, this will come back. We'll, we'll okay. have the chance to debate this, what happened in this. But I yeah. have not read any of your evidence for your debate. So Ooh, exciting. I'm taking this on the fly. On the fly. Yeah. So anyways, uh, when we return, we will be talking about the history, which will be long. <laughs> <laughs> so see you in a minute. Listeners, did you know there's a way to share with the world whether you're hashtag team believer or hashtag team skeptic? Or for those who need it, hashtag team the middle. It's our store called Ghostly Gear. Yep. And we even have custom ghostly designs like microclimate or even the Easter Island Massacre or of the ghostly logo. Just visit our Ghostly Gear store right on ghostlypodcast.com to order your t-shirt, hoodie, mug, mask, whatever. <laughs> okay, okay. I think we got it. Um, they just need to visit ghostlypodcast.com and click on Ghostly Gear to order right on the website and send us any ideas that you have for new merch. Exactly. Order your merch today and send us a pic of you in your ghostly gear. All right, we're back, and it's time for hashtag pet facts. Pet facts. Pets facts from a skeptic point of view. Pets facts. Keep presenting all to you. Pets facts facts. This is our history section, and uh, this is, might be a little bit different because. I can't cover the history of all these people. There's so many people. So I've taken some stories, some things that I found that I found interesting. Some of them towards the end, I don't give as much detail to, but um, 
And for the bigger ones, I don't give much detail to, but I, I wanted to give you guys some idea of who these people were. Yeah, and maybe, like you said, some things that we didn't know. Like, or that wouldn't be like common knowledge that you could, yeah. that most people wouldn't know about. So if we looked into the genealogy of the Kennedy family, uh, they can be traced back pretty far. Uh, the Kennedy family comes from Southeast Ireland. And uh, the first Kennedys, oh, and when I was in Ireland, they have a lot of Kennedy stuff there. Oh, interesting. I did yeah, not know that. A lot of like you know, statues and stuff like that to All Kennedy right. family. Yeah, it's okay. very, very odd to be in a foreign country and to see our people. You yeah. know, it's, it's like, but it's their people as well, right? Yes. Uh, the first Kennedy to come to the U.S. Um, are Patrick and Bridget in 1849. Patrick worked as a barrel maker in Boston, and they had five children. The youngest child was P.J. Kennedy. What? Told you. <laughs> PJ's going to come back. Wow. Only five five kids. That's actually pretty uh, low kid count. For a Kennedy, for, yes. For a Kennedy or a Catholic <laughs> yeah, or an right. Irish Catholic, yeah. But but for the Kennedy specifically, yeah. Uh, I had no idea how long the Kennedy family had been in politics. Like, when I was thinking of the Kennedys, I think of, like, the 60s and beyond, right? Right. Um, but no. It, they have a long, long history of politics. The first Kennedy elected to public office was PJ, and that was in 1884. Wow. So, okay. So his parents immigrated here and he. Yeah. Yeah. First generation or whatever. Yeah. And his yeah. father did play some roles in politics, just not necessarily an elected official. Um, in 1884, PJ was a major figure in the Democratic Party in. Boston. Ah, uh, Boston. Yeah. So they, when they came to America, they came to Boston. Okay. And the family has been there forever. So he was such a big player in the Democratic Party in Boston uh, that he gave one of the seconding speeches for Grover Cleveland at the 1888 Democrats National Convention. That's huge. It is, yeah. I mean, just, you know, we just had some... Uh, political conventions yeah so to be the you know someone chosen to speak at one of those you got to be pretty big in the party absolutely yeah. absolutely um he died of liver cancer at the age of eight of 71 so the curse doesn't start with him <laughs> but the politics did okay uh to keep going down this line pj and his wife mary augusta hickey had four children the oldest of which was joseph patrick kennedy senior or joe kennedy aha um, Joe was really the patriarch of the Kennedy political family that we know of today. Okay. Uh, he made a lot of money in the stock market and then turned that money over in real estate. And he also made a ton of money by refinancing several Hollywood studios and then made even more money by buying the, distri um, the distribution rights for Scotch whiskey. I'll have you know, now I am not making this argument. But there, okay. there is an argument out there that the reason for the curse is because he was so unchristian as to want to overturn prohibition and then make money on selling whiskey. Yeah. Well, he was really a, a businessman. <laughs> and, um, you know, the interesting thing about him is he never created a business. 
All of his businesses were things that he like bought or took over or or helped to become better. That's a very American thing. It is, yeah. And when I was, th- you know, I took a while to think about that. And, um, you know, it's like, I'm always like, well, I want to create this and I want to do this. I'm more the creator kind of person. You mm-hmm. know? And, um, but it's like, yeah, he had the hindsight to be able to look at these things places and say these are the ones that are going to make money yeah not not hindsight wherewithal yeah foresight yeah he had the foresight to be able to do those things and uh that's just that's a really interesting talent Mm -hmm. it is yeah it's a good one but interestingly that he wasn't uh or that he was involved in so many different things yes yeah and rebecca this is one of the facts that amazed me, and I don't know if you knew this. Okay. He owned the largest privately owned building in the country, which was the Chicago Merchandise Mart. You know what? Again, we are a Chicago podcast, yeah. so we will always bring up whatever Chicago connection there is, and that's awesome. Yeah, the Merchandise Mart is uh, a building that has its own zip code. It's It really is a remarkable building. Yeah. I used to, to go there for lunch sometimes and, and have gone there for for different things they have. It's, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, so I didn't know that. It has its own L-stop. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's <laughs> crazy. So as far as politics go, Uh, Joe Kennedy was appointed by FDR to be the first chairman of the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission. He also directed the Maritime Commission and served as the United States ambassador to the United Kingdom from 1938 until 1940. Wow. Yeah. So was he ever elected to anything or he was more like he was not an elected official. Gotcha. Um, Joe and his wife, Rose uh, Fitzgerald which actually is a very prominent name in politics as well, Fitzgerald, in Boston politics. Okay. Uh, They had nine children. So I'm going to go through them. They had Joseph Patrick Joe Kennedy Jr. They had JFK. They had Rosemarie Rosemarie, uh, Rosemarie, and then her nickname was Rosemary. Okay, they were like, okay, listen, we cannot just <laughs> say Rosemary all the time. Just exactly. Rosemary, okay. Uh, they had Kathleen uh, Angus, which went by the name Kick. I don't know how that name came I, to be. Yeah, I don't know, yeah. It's a cool name. Yeah. Eunice Mary Kennedy, um, Patricia Helen Pat Kennedy, uh, Bobby Kennedy, uh, Jean Ann Kennedy, and Edward Moore, which is Ted Kennedy. Okay. Now, um, what I love about them is it's the same kind of like gangster thing where they have the middle names and yeah, the, <laughs> lots of nicknames. Yeah, I, nobody I love goes the by nicknames. like their you know given name, or most of them don't. Yeah. So Joe Kennedy Senior was not exactly a good man. Let me mm. say that um, he was known for being anti-Semitic, and uh, he had his daughter Rosemary lobotomized. And never told anyone about it. Nope. They didn't find out for a long time. Yeah. That's, I mean, like, she she was in her 20s, too. Yep. She like was like 23. Yeah. And um, she was starting to voice out about things. And I don't know the severity of it. I mean, I can only read details. And that doesn't tell me, like, she was this bad or that bad. But the problem that I have with it is that, yeah, he... He he had her 
be lobotomized and never really talked about it. No, I mean, so she was deprived of oxygen during her birth and was slow, basically. Like, when you see pictures of her before 23, like, she seems okay. I mean, like, I'm not... I've seen video of her, too, and she didn't seem odd or anything right i mean again maybe she's not the brightest bulb but i mean she's not like she's functioning you know and she had the kennedy um one of their one of their best assets of a kennedy is to be very 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 attractive oh she was she was attractive all right then yeah okay i mean you would admit that most kennedys are pretty attractive most of them there's gonna be there's a few, and I don't want to speak ill, but I'm just saying. Uh, but no, no, she was, and you know the thing is, um, yeah. So uh, he did this, and she had to because of this, she had to go uh, be in an institution, um, and he just told everybody that she actually went to go teach at like a convent. Yeah, and from what I understand, uh, she was not. Um, like after the lobotomy, it went horribly wrong. Mm-hmm. Like some, sometimes it left people being able to still function in yeah. some capacity. She could not function Mm-mm. in any capacity. Yeah. Like it sounds like she might've been bedridden or very close to that. Mm, okay. Yeah. And, but I mean like the kid, like the siblings, they just like, oh, okay. She like left and we just don't see her. Yeah. And this was 60 years. Yeah. They didn't find out about it till after after he died. Yeah. Actually, that would have been like 40 years. But, yeah. Well, so, yeah. Yeah. But that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Also, uh, he was not part of the Kennedy curse. He died at the age of 81 after having a stroke many uh, years before he actually died. Uh, and then I believe it was another stroke at the end that, that did him in. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did do a lot of stuff to... Um, repair damages from the from the curse i mean from the curse from the stroke he wasn't able to talk and Mm. he he regained some of that functionality towards the end but he still passed away all right finally we're getting on to the curse (laughs) so uh it all started um where people believe this starts and when we're talking about the curse i'm focusing on unusual deaths yeah. Non-natural deaths. Okay. If I focused on all deaths, I mean, these, the Kennedys, there, there's so many of them. <laughs> right. Hundreds of them, <laughs> like seriously. Um, but it all starts with uh, Joe's firstborn, which was Joseph Patrick Kennedy Jr. Okay. Uh, so from a very young age, Kennedy was groomed by his father, excuse me, from a very young age, Joe Jr. was groomed by his father and predicted to be the first Roman Catholic president of the United States. When he was born, his grandfather, um, John F. Fitzgerald, then mayor of Boston, told the news, this child is the future president of the nation. Wow. I think a lot, we wouldn't, people don't necessarily know that. I mean, I, I didn't until a few no, years ago, do, starting to do some reading about it, but yeah, that this was, he was the, the chosen one. Yeah, he was. Um, and if you look at like his upbringing and stuff like that, he was definitely groomed for this. Uh, he, you know, went to the, all the right schools, did all the right things. Uh, Firstborn. Although 
Um, there is some speculation about Nazi ties with with him. Mm. I wasn't going to talk about that because I don't know if it's fact, but I'm just putting it out there that that there was speculation of that. Okay. So Kennedy was a Massachusetts delegate to the Democratic National Convention in 1940. He planned to run for the U.S. House from Massachusetts, 11th Congressional District, District in 1946. But he died while he was serving in the Navy in a really crazy top-secret mission called Operation Aphrodite. Okay, yeah, you were telling me about this. I'm going to let you tell the story. I had no idea about any of this. This is crazy. Okay, so this was was through the Air Force and the Navy. Um, They had two different names. It was um, in the Navy. It was actually called Operation Anvil. So you might hear Operation Anvil. Okay. Which is... A crazy name to think of, like, the U.S. Navy taking off a plane and it being an anvil. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty much what it is, though. Um, So I like to think of this as um, the first drones. (laughs) It makes sense. No, when you said that, I knew exactly what you were talking about. So they were radio-controlled planes that would crash into their targets, usually with tons of explosives in them. Uh, This was during World War II. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was a big thing. You know, the Japanese had their kamikaze, and uh, we couldn't do that. We didn't want to lose people uh, just to crash into these things, so they came up with this technology. And um, the problem was, though, that they needed a pilot to get them off the ground safely and to about 2,000 feet before the remote control system could be activated. And then the pilot... Uh, or pilots, there was usually two of them in each plane, would parachute from the plane. So on August, uh, excuse me, on August, I'm starting to talk like I'm from Boston. <laughs> on August, <laughs> on August 12th, <laughs> on, on August 12th, 1944, um, Joe Jr. Uh, was in one of these remote controlled planes and it blew up before the plane had reached its 2,000 feet and they could turn on everything so before they could parachute out that is so crazy that is so dramatic and i think um at the time they didn't tell anybody this right because it was a secret mission is that why people haven't really ever known what happened yeah it was totally big top secret thing and um yeah he uh he had the option to to do it and he did it Wow. He, he was a lieutenant in the Navy, so. I did read that if there was any kind of mission, you know, whatever it was, he was always up for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that was the end of Joe Jr. and his political rise. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, like goals. I, I, I can't yeah. think of the word, but yeah. uh, aspirations. Aspirations. There, there you it go. is. And uh, poor Joe Sr. at yeah. this moment. Yeah. Um, but he definitely turned his eye to to the next born, which mm. was John. Yep. So, um, but we're not going to talk about him yet. We are going to talk about Kathleen Agnes Kennedy Kick. Kick was her Kick. Yeah, that's a great name. It hey, is Kick. definitely. Uh, she has a really interesting story too. Um, so, growing up. Um, I guess she was a bit of a hottie and the guys were really into her. (laughs) And uh, her mother was like, "Uh, you are not dating anyone and I'm sending you off to private school. Whoa. And um, but she she went to England 
And she met up with Lord Hartington. Hartington. The 11th Duke of Devonshire. And uh, they got married. They got hitched. So that made her a lady. Lady. So there was a Lady Kennedy. Lady Kick Hartington. Yeah. (laughs) So Lord um, Hartington died in World War II by getting shot by a sniper in the town of Hepin in Belgium. Oh. I'm sorry, I just, Lord Hartington. Like, you can't <laughs> say that name not Britishly because yeah, right? it just... Hartington. Hartington. <laughs> yeah. Kick eventually became romantically involved with a married man. Uh, William Henry Lawrence Peter Wentworth Fitzwilliam. <laughs> the eighth Earl Fitzwilliam. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot. That is the longest name I've ever read on Ghostly, I think. <laughs> oh, English people. Yeah. <laughs> I believe he eventually got, got divorced, though. Mm. And uh, they were on this big thing, this big kick, <laughs> <laughs> where they were trying to get the family to um, to approve of, of, this, of this couple. Oh, right. He's like a divorce guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the mother just didn't like any guys being around Kick, mm. you know. So um, couldn't get the mother on board. But on May 13th, 1948, Kick and Lord Fitzwilliam were flying from Paris to the French Riviera for a vacation. Mm. Or some would say it was to meet up with and to gain the approval of um, Joe Kennedy uh, Sr. As they were flying there, they flew into a storm that was near Vienna, and the plane lost radio communication. And uh, when they cleared the clouds of the storm, they realized that it was in a dive. And uh, not like a dive bar. They were actually like going down. <laughs> oh. Yeah. And uh, the pilot tried to pull up. But doing so resulted in one of the wings and both engines and finally the tail of the plane being torn loose. Oh. And the plane crashed, killing all the passengers and the pilot. Oh, how horrible. Yeah. Now that brings us to uh, JFK and uh, Jacqueline. So they had three children. Um, they had Caroline. They had um, they had John F. Kennedy Jr. and they had Patrick. Lots of uh, Patricks in this story. There is a lot of Patricks. Well, they're Irish, you know. Right. Um, on August 9th, nineteen sixty-three, Patrick died of infant respiratory distress syndrome two days after his premature birth on August 7th. So they're left with two children now. So JFK was the next up. And of course, we all know how this happened on November 22nd, 1963. Um, We're not going to cover all the conspiracy theories of this assassination because there are far too many, although they are all very interesting to me. I love every single one of those theories. Um, but not many people actually believe that Oswald acted alone. Actually, there's a lot of people that believe Oswald acted alone, including me. Well, uh, there was actually government uh, documentation that said that they do not believe that Oswald acted alone. Well, again, acted alone versus like a big government conspiracy of all these people helping him versus like, yeah, sure, maybe someone helped him get the gun. Like, anyways... Another podcast, 
another time. Yeah, exactly. We 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 switch roles when it comes to conspiracy theories. We do absolutely. <laughs> I become the skeptic, and Bat becomes a believer. <laughs> I'm not a believer of all conspiracy theories. Let I'm me just say that. Not a believer that. of all ghost stories. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. <laughs> I will. I'll fight you on that one. But um, so we're not going to cover all that. And uh, next up, of course, would be. Robert F. Kennedy, mm-hmm. RFK, or Bobby Kennedy. Um, Bobby was best known for his political career and his stances in the civil rights movement. Yeah. Uh, he he also fought organized crime in the mafia, like tooth and nail, because he was an attorney general for a long time. Yes, so. yes. He had a very, uh, I think, good reputation. Yeah. So Bobby and his wife, Ethel, had 11 children. I mean, think about this. So like- the original parents had nine, 11, nine, 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 nine. Yeah. And then just one of those kids had 11. Yeah. And I mean, a bunch of them had kids and a bunch <laughs> of them had a lot of kids. And the, yeah. those kids had a lot of kids. I mean, there's a lot of kids. There is definitely a lot of kids there. It was during his 1968 presidential campaign that he was shot and killed by Sirhan Sirhan. Um, never trust somebody with the same name twice. Never trust somebody with the same name twice. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, he was shot on, on June 5th, 1968. He died the next day on June 6th, 1968. Uh, also a ton of conspiracy theories about why he was assassinated. We Those I would be more inclined to listen to. Okay, well, I don't have any of them written down. I no, 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 no. So. I know. I'm just saying. I'm yeah. saying I'm more open to something with Bobby than I am with. Why? Jack. Why more Bobby than with than with Jack? Which, by the way, I don't understand the John Jack. I don't understand Jack being the nickname for John. Still, I don't. I, I don't get that. I don't know. I, why is Becky a nickname for Rebecca? No idea. It's in the name, it's horrible. No one should ever be called that. <laughs> Sorry to any Beckys out there. So why would you believe more the Bobby ones than the than the John ones? Well, I mean, I actually don't. I mean, I I, I think this guy was crazy, and they you know they they found a lot of notebooks about him and or that he wrote, and um, I, I do think it was an act of a madman. But I do think that Bobby was was not only carrying on things that JFK did, but pushing a lot further. And I could see that being a lot scarier to some people. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I'm not totally a believer on it. I'm just saying I'd maybe be more open to it. Okay. But probably not. Maybe in another podcast then. Okay. So we are going to be talking about David A. Kennedy next. Um, David was one of Bobby's 11 children. On, on June 4th, 1968, just one day before his father was shot, he nearly drowned. Wow. Uh, David had been knocked over by a wave and was trapped in an undertow. Bobby actually dove in and saved his life. Wow. So his dad saved his life the day before. Yep. And also he had a bunch of bruises and scars on him from that, that they covered up with makeup for the, for the speech at the ambassador. Oh, okay. He was okay. Yeah. Oh, oh, Bobby had the, oh, gotcha. Okay. Okay. Uh, the next day, David watched at home as his father won the California presidential primary and then was reported by the same news anchor that is uh, that he was assassinated. Wow. How horrible. Yeah, like almost 
instantaneously after that. Yeah. It was pretty quickly after yeah. that. Um, this was a lot for a 13-year-old boy to take. Uh, he started using recreational drugs shortly thereafter. Uh, my father died at the age of 13. He was not assassinated. But I can totally understand, you know, wanting something else. Yeah. And going for the recreational drugs yep. after that. Um, when he was in his later teenage years, his girlfriend was paralyzed in a Jeep accident that was driven by his older brother, Joseph Kennedy, uh, the, the second. Um, his brother was charged with reckless driving. David was in the Jeep as well and fractured a vertebrae. He became addicted to the painkillers that were prescribed to him. Wow. And shortly after that, he turned to heroin. Probably when they tried to pull the painkillers away from him. Yeah, that's usually what happens. Uh, he had a couple of overdoses in the in the mid to late seventies, but he survived those. Um, but in nineteen eighty four, he completed a a month long stay at St Mary's Hospital and Rehab Center. And on April twenty fifth, he was found dead on the floor of his suite at the Brazilian Court Hotel in, in Palm Beach, Florida. He was there with other family members celebrating Easter. He died of an overdose of cocaine. So was that in 1984? Yeah, it was in 1984. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's what happens, though, man, when you get it out does. of rehab. It does. And that's it, what I was going to talk about, too. Okay, good. Yeah, is yeah. that, you know, oftentimes um, when somebody gets out of rehab and um, they want to you know, do drugs again, or they're, they find themselves in that position to do drugs again. A lot of times they, they don't understand the dosage that they need then. Right. They think they can just go back and take the same amount they were taking at the height of their addiction. And it's like, no, your body isn't there. So that's why a lot of times you hear about people dying after coming out of rehab. Yeah. So yeah, it was really sad. Um, man, that, that boy went through a lot. And he did. And the sadness isn't over. No, definitely not. We're like halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so then there's Michael Lemonnier Kennedy. Yep, I'll go with that. Um, Michael was another of Bobby's 11 children. Man, Bobby. This one is not so good. Though. Oh, Let me okay. tell you this one. Uh, <laughs> Michael married Victoria Denise Gifford daughter of former pro football player and sportscaster Frank Gifford. What? Yeah, right? (laughs) Uh, They had three children together. In 1997, there was a bit of a scandal. Allegations were reported of Michael having an affair with the family's babysitter who was 14 years old. Oh. He denied that the affair started then. He stated that they did not have sex until she was 16 years of age. Uh, which was the age of consent in Massachusetts at, at the time. Uh, no, 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 bad, yeah. bad. Michael and Victoria separated. Way to go, Victoria. And on New Year's Eve, 1997, Michael died in a skiing accident in Aspen Mountain, Colorado. He skied into a tree, and he was not wearing any helmets or anything like they that. They were like playing football in the mountain or something. It was weird. It yeah. Was, yeah, I don't know. I Whatever. What an idiot. What a jerk. Should have been in jail. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just reporting the facts. Don't, I know. It's don't not... kill the messenger yeah. here. Um, now we're going to go to JFK Jr., which is another one of the more famous ones. John John. Of course, son of JFK. Actually, John John was the nickname given to him by the media. 
that might not have been his actual nickname. I, yeah, I doubt it was. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I, I would not want to be called the same name twice. Just saying. <laughs> after what we've learned already in this episode. Um, JFK Jr. was a lawyer, a journalist, and a magazine publisher. He married he married Carolyn Bassett on September twenty first, nineteen ninety six. JFK Jr. was constantly chased by the paparazzi. Uh, there was a story by who was the one in um, Sex in the City? Oh, Sarah, Sarah Jessica, Jessica Parker. Parker yeah. yeah. So they had dated. Mm-hmm. Now Sarah Jessica Parker was pretty famous, right? Yeah. But the paparazzi were not after her. They were after him. Well, I mean, SJP at that point, I don't think Sex in the City had come out yet. I mean, you know, she was popular, but... <laughs> yeah, but not, not JFK Jr. popular. I I, for those of you that are young, I don't think we can understate the handsomeness <laughs> of JFK Jr. Really? I mean, oh. like, like his dad was handsome, yeah, but he was not JFK Jr. handsome. I mean, at that he time, was, he was Boston handsome. I mean, when you look at him now, you're like, oh, he's he's kind of he's kind of you know 80s looking. But yeah. seriously, he was a good looking man. No, I'm talking about his dad. Oh know, no, his man. dad JFK was, was JFK was was a good looking man. But he was Boston. He was good-looking. Boston good looking. Yeah, JFK Jr. was like everywhere good looking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, Sarah Jessica Parker actually said that. Um, that's when she told that's when she first realized you know what's like what the paparazzi meant and what media meant and that she apologized for dating him so that said that he that he belonged to like the nation and not and not her oh wow yeah so he dated a lot of good looking women too i'll mm-hmm. say that uh, yeah carolyn Bissett was really 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 good looking yeah um so I'm not going to get into too much about the details of his life as those are easily found and, um, you know, there's a lot of movies about that and stuff. So uh, he did take flying lessons at the Flight Safety Academy in Vero Beach, Florida. And in uh, April 1998, he received his pilot license, which was a childhood dream of his. I mean, we're going to talk about the planes, but what? Are you thinking, JFK Jr.? Well, I mean, he was just following his dreams. He didn't know. And, you know, do you think he believed that there was a curse on the Kennedy family? Probably not. He wasn't that kind of guy. No. Uh, He was a fly-by-the-seat-of-your-pants kind of guy, right? Mm. Which might be inappropriate to say after this next part. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, On July 16th, 1999, JFK Jr. and his wife and sister-in-law um, died in a plane crash. JFK Jr. was the pilot of the plane. Um, so the National Transportation Safety Board, the NTSB as the kids like to call it, <laughs> determined that pilot error was um, was the probable cause of the crash. Kennedy's failure to ma- maintain control of the airplane during a descent over the water at night, which was a result of Spatial disorientation. Now, spatial disorientation is the inability to determine the angle, the altitude, or speed. Uh, It is most critical at night or in poor weather when there is no visible horizon. Yeah. I mean, you know, we just had this this year with Kobe. I mean, these people need to learn when the weather's bad or whatever is happening, don't fly. 
Yeah. Uh, they were actually going to a family member's wedding, a cousin's wedding. Yeah. And um, never made it. Yeah. So um, then we're going to talk about Kara Kennedy. She was the eldest daughter of Ted Kennedy. In um, 2002, she was, di- she was diagnosed with lung cancer and was told that it was inoperable. But these are the Kennedys. Okay. You can't tell a Kennedy something like that. Uh, so they found a way. They found a doctor in Boston that was willing to perform the surgery. The operation was a complete success, and uh, she resumed her active life that included regular running and swimming. And on September 16, 2011, Kara suffered a fatal heart attack at a health club in Washington, D.C. after her daily workout. Wow. But she got a lot of more years with that surgery. She did, um, but it was kind of shocking, oh, you know, yeah. still. I mean, young and, you know, seemingly healthy. Yeah. Then there's Mary Richardson Kennedy, the former wife of um, RFK Jr. She committed suicide on May 16, 2012. Uh, She reportedly struggled with alcoholism and substance abuse. And uh, her and um, RFK Jr. had a very, like, huge divorce going on. Yeah, very bitter. And then... Two of Bobby's grandchildren and one great-grandchild uh, died of unnatural causes as well. Um, you might have to help me with this name. Sarah Rice? Okay, so I looked this up and <laughs> okay. I wrote myself a little like thing to help me say it. Sershai. Sershai. Oh, I like that name. Yeah, I mean, it's spelled nothing like that, but Sershai. Rosen Kennedy Hill. Yep. Right. Uh, she died of an accidental drug overdose on August 1st, um, 2019. Um, Maeve Kennedy McKean and Gideon McKean, her eight-year-old son, went missing during a canoe trip in the Chesapeake Bay. Um, Maeve's body was found on April 6, 2020, and Gideon's body was found on April 8th of 2020. I mean, so to this day, okay, we're going to talk about it later, but just, man, keeps yeah. going keeps going to this day (laughs) well there's a lot of children and i mean a lot of a lot of people that could die so (laughs) well it's gonna gonna keep going for our debate it's gonna keep going forever so uh do you have anything to add to the history here? No, you did. You did great. There's just man. There's so much. You know, unbelievable. I mean, we don't even cover like bad things that have happened that weren't death. I no, mean, like you know, there's a lot with Ted Kennedy. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, there's a lot, but a lot uh, that he did wrong, and mm-hmm. a lot that was just wrong. Like there was, yeah, there was the car accident that killed that the woman that he could have saved, mm-hmm. uh, and didn't, and he got two months. Yeah, and probably never served any of that. Probably um, not. And then, but you know, there was the airplane crash that he was in too. Yeah, there's a lot that, that he felt that you know he could have died. Mm-hmm. So, and he brought up the curse then, I think too. Uh, he yeah, he did. He brought it up after the car crash. Okay, well, that's that, that was on him. <laughs> yeah, that Sorry. was on him a little bit. So yeah. yeah. Okay, so um, you ready to take a break? Yeah, let's take a break, and then we'll we'll get back into this. Okay. Hey guys, 
What I've learned over the last couple years is the key to a really good podcast is two things, getting plenty of Apple podcast reviews and lots of caffeine. You can help us with both of those. Head over to Apple Podcast, write us a review, and if you feel up to it, you could even buy us a cup of coffee. You can go to buymeacoffee.com slash ghostlypodcast or just go to ghostlypodcast.com and click on the Buy Us Coffee. You can sign up for a membership or a one-time donation to us. It would really be appreciated. All right, we're back. Okay. So now it's time for the great debate. Woohoo. Uh. <laughs> All right. So we started talking about this a little bit. My first piece of evidence, and I could go so many ways with this, but we're going to start with the fact that there were just so many deadly plane crashes. Um, just there were so many, and it happened over many, many years. And I think that is what is so shocking is that it's not like it just happened a few times or whatever. It's so many times over so many years. Um, I I put these in reverse order, so I'm going to flip it around here. First of all, Ethel Kennedy. So um, the... Bobby's wife. Bobby's wife um, lost her parents and a brother in plane crashes. Mm -hmm. In 1948, we had Kick, who died in the plane crash you talked about. Yep. 1944, you had Joe Kennedy Jr., who died in that secret mission. 1964, now Ted Kennedy survived the plane crash, but he broke his back and ribs. The pilot and a legislative aide died. And then in 1999, JFK Jr., Carolyn Bissett Kennedy, and sister-in-law Lauren Bissett were also killed in a plane crash. Did I miss any? No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> there's just, there's so, so many. So again, I just think it's crazy that over all these years, in various different ways and forms, um, the, the so many people, so many Kennedys and people connected to the Kennedys died in plane crashes. Yeah, I never want to get in a plane with a Kennedy. I'm mm-hmm. just saying. Because they're cursed. <laughs> they should, they they should stay on the ground. <laughs> okay, so my opinion about this, and this is just my opinion. Okay. You know, um, if you look at all of them, n- none of these were like commercial planes. These were, I don't know about Ethel Kennedy's families. Yeah. But yeah, other than that. They were all small private planes. Mm-hmm. Small private planes go down often unfortunately. Um, and a lot of the times they were like the pilot too. Mm-hmm. And um, like with JFK Jr., I just don't think he had enough experience to be able to handle that because uh, when you're coming out of that kind of storm, you need to really trust your uh, the dials yeah. in the plane. Actually, I guess he, he and then Joe Jr. were the only pilots. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But still, but I still. mean... All of them kind of make sense, though, unfortunately. I know there's a lot of them, but they all kind of make sense when you look at the evidence. Well, here's the thing. I think one thing to, that I w- what I am going to say is I don't think that anything that has happened is paranormal. I mean, like, it doesn't. it's not like 
you could say like, oh, like a ghost messed with the plane. <laughs> like that's why it went down. But that's what we're talking about when we're talking about curses though. Well, but to me, a curse is like a thing that is like a a darkness that is hanging over a family or in this, in this case, a family that maybe makes accidents or things more likely. It's an energy that is causing them to be more likely to have bad things happen. Well, that's paranormal, though. Well, yeah, I guess. But I just yeah. mean, like, it's not... I guess I'm not going to say, like, you're always going to be able to find a, quote-unquote, like, reason for it to happen, like a reasonable reason for this one thing. But if you look at it in total, is what I'm saying. Well, I mean... I will say this is an unpopular opinion that there was some shady stuff going on with the family uh, dating back from Joe Sr., um, the first of the Joes. Mm. Um, you, there, there was some shady stuff and maybe not with a JFK, although there was some um and like Bobby, I really think Bobby was the best of them all. Yeah. You know, I really do. I think he embodied everything that that um, we could have desperately used at that time in our nation. Um, and I think he was overall a great man. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I will say that there's some shadiness. So, I mean, if we had to point a finger at one of these things, I mean... I don't know exactly which part of it it was, but there was definitely some bad stuff going on. Something happened. Especially in the earlier Kennedys. Right, right. That has yeah. carried forward. Um, so what would you rate this evidence? So I'm going to rate this a zero in that it was just all a coincidence. All right. I'm going to give it a seven. Seven. Okay. That's pretty high up there. For yeah. You. Okay. All right. Evidence number two. The premature deaths of children and grandchildren of the original family. Okay. So if it was just the original family, right? Like Joe Jr., JFK, RFK. I mean, man, that and kick. I mean, bad luck, right? But the fact that it then continued to the children, the grandchildren, and the great-grandchildren to this day is what to me makes it a curse. That like that bad mojo or whatever it was, from that original family has carried forward, right? Because we have the the baby Patrick, right, that yeah. died. We have the twelve year old son got bone cancer, lost his leg. So he that wasn't a death, but you know a thing. The David Kennedy, right, drug overdose. Michael Kennedy skiing accident. JFK and the wife, uh, JFK Jr. and, the, and his wife, Kara Kennedy, Sersha, um, and uh, and then now. Just a few months ago, we get a, a, a granddaughter and a, a great-grandson. Oh, man. It just goes on and on. And to me, that's what makes it a curse as opposed to just like bad luck family. Yeah. But if you look at the sheer numbers of Kennedys that there were, I mean, in, the, in those times, too, um, you know, in the mid 1900s like 1950s and stuff like that it was just things happen like that sometimes i i don't think it's it it doesn't seem crazy odd it seems very unfortunate um some of these people might have gone on to do really really great things you know uh especially with their family name i, I don't know um it just to me 
it seemed like it was unfortunate, but not not against the odds. I don't know, man. Again, I just, I think it, when I went to research this, it was crazy because so many recent articles have been written about this family curse because of these things that have happened just this year, like yeah. not even years ago. Um, all right, what's your rating then? I'm going to have to go, I'm going to go one with this one. Mm-hmm. Slightly more than the plane crashes that all seem like they were related to small aircrafts. Um, I'm going to go one just because it is it is odd. It's just not against the odds, though, it, to me. Mm, well, I don't know what the statisticians would say. This is a question. Uh, I'm going to give this one an eight. This is my strongest. This is your one strongest. Of my strongest. Wow. Well, I don't know. I got I can't remember, but I. Uh, <laughs> it's up there. It's up there. I think it's probably again. It's just because it carried forward in the generations, which is a big thing for me. Okay. Um, all right. My third piece of evidence is that some of the Kennedys themselves believe in the curse. So I kind of alluded to this with my Jackie Kennedy, Bobby Kennedy thing with the ghost story. Um, So uh, I read an article that Bobby Kennedy was the first to speculate about a curse after his brother was killed or both the two of his brothers. Right. I mean, think about that. Like you grow up in this family with nine kids and you're the third son. So you can think of them again as royalty, right? So yeah. you're third to the throne, <laughs> right? And then it's like one's down, two's down, and you're, you know, it's just that's and now you're the third. Um, so, uh, you know, he speculated about it. Um, I don't know that he, I don't know if he believed it, but he speculated about it. Um, Jackie Kennedy herself actually speculated that her children might have made it past the curse before she died. Um, unfortunately she was wrong in my opinion. Um, and then as we did, uh, mention Ted Kennedy wondered about his family's awful curse, uh, quote unquote. And he thought maybe it was real after he had that car crash. Um, which again, that's a little, eh, because it was his fault about the car crash, but he did speculate about it. Um, and then actually also, I had forgotten about this, the Kara, the one that mm-hmm. had the heart attack yeah. with the lung cancer, she had said, I will not let this curse beat me. And like, that was like part of her like way of motivating herself to beat the cancer. Hmm. Well, I, I do believe that um, curses, well, when I was, when I was more into the witchy stuff, I believe that curses existed because you believe in them. I, I really believe that. Uh, I believe that if someone put a curse on you, that if you could somehow not believe in that curse, that the curse doesn't exist. So um, this, is a, this is a hard one for me because it's going against a belief that I formed then. Um, but I still believe that there is no curse. I believe that they... Um, manifest that on themselves. Okay. You know, like if you wake up in the morning and you say, today is just a really bad day and I'm having a lot of bad luck today, that that bad luck just keeps going and going and going, it seems. And I believe that's us manifesting that upon ourselves. And I don't know how strong that can get to be like death or anything like that. But I mean, these people... Um, didn't live the lives of normal people, too. 
They lived a very rock star kind of life. They always were hounded by the paparazzi. They got involved in drugs and and illicit affairs. And um, I believe that those things definitely help contribute to this as well. I I mean, there is a, a riskier lifestyle. Yeah. We'll say that. I mean, I don't have the money to buy a plane. So the chances of me being the pilot <laughs> of my plane crashing into the ocean or something is is very is very small at this point, you know, unless yeah. Ghostly really takes off. <laughs> Maybe it shouldn't because I might want to buy a plane. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, mm. All right. So what would you say is your, your ranking for the evidence that, they, that some of the Kennedys themselves believed that there could be a curse? Well, I'm going to have to go zero on that because... Okay. Um, because I cannot believe that there can be such a thing as a curse. So for them believing in the curse, I don't know. It might have added to it, but it wasn't anything paranormal or anything. I'm going to give it a six because... Oh, you're really high up in this one. Well, huh? no, six to me is not very high. Uh, you have a six, you have a seven, you have an eight. I know. Wow. I told you I believe in this one. But this one, I would say, like, while they would say things about the curse, I, it wasn't like they were like, yep, we're cursed. Like, it was always like a kind of speculation, but not like a for sure thing. So, and I don't really know, you know, if that, if how much control they have over it. So, yeah, it's there, but it's, it's not my, we'll see. Okay. All right. So, I mean, you know, that's, I mean, when it comes to a curse, there's, um, you know, there's these different factors to it, but um, you know, it's it's really just comes down to, you know, do you think they're cursed or not? What do you think? What do I think? What's your um, overall rating? Hmm. My overall rating would have to be at a one. Wow, for you that's actually really high. It is not. I think it's I've been a long time before. since we. I think I've won. gone higher before. <laughs> Um, yeah, I would say maybe a one just because, I mean, I don't believe that there was a curse, but man, there's a lot of people here. Did you, did you count up how many people? Well, there's like 13 of the like main deaths, which is still crazy. Every death is a main death, Rebecca. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, from the family proper, I guess. Like there's a lot of cousins. There's a lot of. Yeah. And there's a lot more actually that we didn't bring in because it didn't result in death or it was, you know, like a natural death or something like that 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 are speculated to be part of this curse. Right. I mean like the fact that like, the what like the kid that almost drowned. Yeah. You know, I mean now later he did die from a drug overdose, but I mean like the dr- like the almost drowning. Okay. Like isn't I mean, yeah. it, you know, but it is. I mean like that's a that's a bad thing that happened. And, <laughs> it is a bad know? thing that. <laughs> like it's yeah. Yeah. All right, so no. uh, what is what oh, yeah. is your overall? Yeah, my overall then is going to be a seven. I'll I'll go with my middle seven. Yeah, wow, that's pretty. Let's high. average it out. Yeah, no, again, I mean, like, like you want to say you want to dismiss, you want to be like, no, there's a reason for this, there's a reason for that, but there's a lot of it. There's a lot of it, and I think it goes back to back to Joe Joe Senior, and who knows, uh, you know, who before, but I feel like. You know, you don't hear good stories about him. No. And uh, so I, I, I except feel like... That, except that he, you know, really had a plan for his family. Um, you know, 
that's not a necessarily a bad thing as long as the family goes along with it. And they obviously did. And mm-hmm. he, he was able to raise the money for all this. Also, he campaigned a lot for, for, for his, for John. And, um, they actually had to stop him from campaigning <laughs> as they found some statements that he said were not PC of the day. Ah. And um, mostly like anti-Semitic and his beliefs about democracy. He believed that uh, democracy was dead in England. Oh. And um, this was during World War II that he said these things. <laughs> so, oh. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. <sighs> So, all right. Uh, that brings us to our closing arguments. This is our last chance to convince you to vote our way. We are each given one minute of uninterrupted time, and we will time each other on our cell phones to keep Rebecca honest. Hey, <laughs> it's always Rebecca we have to worry about here. Mm. She she likes to cheat at this. So, <laughs> Rebecca, are you ready? Yes. Okay. Here we go now. All right. So. I believe that the Kennedy family is cursed. Now, you know, you can take that curse in in a lot of different ways, but I do think that something happened with Joe Sr., something that he did or the things that he did, the way he went about things, and that darkness fed to his children, fed to those children's children, and unfortunately to those children's children's children. I mean, it has kept going. I mean, you know, it'd be one thing if it was just, you know, the the one son had something happen to him, you know, maybe the one son and then uh, another another daughter, but the fact that so many of their children died unnatural early deaths and then so many of their children's children and so on, it's just it gets to the point where it's hard to not think that there is some sort of dark darkness that is hanging over this family. Oh, you finished with one second on the clock. That's what I do. Wow. Okay, well, I am ready whenever you are, Rebecca. All right, and go. I'm going to keep this short. When we are talking about a curse, I am looking for something paranormal. It's not, it's not nothing to say that all these people died. They mean something, obviously. Obviously, that is a lot of people in a family to die. But what I really need to say that this is a curse versus just a unfortunate series of events is paranormal evidence. We have not presented any paranormal evidence of this. We can speculate. We can say, maybe it was this, maybe it was that. But there's no paranormal evidence. Therefore... You have to vote no. That's it. Very political of you. Thank you. Yes, we can. <laughs> you must vote no. <laughs> no, you <laughs> must vote yes. Must vote yes. <laughs> so I want to thank everyone so much for listening. Um, again, uh, I want to apologize for this episode coming out later than normal. We are hoping to get on a more regular schedule now and hoping to not have to do this again. Um, but make sure you follow us on social media just in case there's anything that is going to keep us from posting an episode. I want you guys to know in advance and I don't have any other way to tell you. So, um, please share us with your friends and family as word of mouth is our best advertisement. Mm -hmm. We say that always, and that is always the truth. I mean, that is what ghostly is built on. 
Absolutely. Uh, you sharing this and sharing your episodes and then having your own debates and conversations about the, the episodes. I love hearing the stories of families that, you know, get together and they talk about this and friends that do. Mm-hmm. Parents and children. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's great. Yeah, that is just, that is one of the biggest, like, side effects of Ghostly that I never, I never thought was possible. Yeah. And, and it, and it warms my skeptic heart. <laughs> Uh, the next episode will be our Christmas special, Yay! Uh, where we will be talking about some really freaky Christmas ghost stories or ghost stories. Ghost, yeah, I mean, ghost stories for Christmas. Ghost stories that will be told on Christmas. There you go. Uh, we want to continue the old English tradition of telling ghost stories on Christmas as we've done the last two years. And uh, that episode will come out on December 23rd. <laughs> Do you have anything to add? Just be prepared for the spooky. And if you have any, you know, really s- scary ghost story suggestions. Yes. Definitely share them. Now, we don't typically debate those stories. No, though. this is just let's tell it's, scary stories. It's our gift to you that you don't have to hear us debating uh, all and, those. And the, and the, Christmas, the Christmas season. Yeah. We, we keep it nice. We keep it nice. Yeah. yeah because, I mean... You know, most years, I don't know if this year will be the same. I mean, Christmas is notorious for, you know, having little spats with your family, right? <laughs> right. Or your, yeah, family, friends, parties, yeah. things happen. Well, you know, not this year so much, but yeah. still. Uh, and the best part about this is we'll probably be recording recording it on my birthday, which is like super exciting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Get to tell some ghost stories. I'm happy. What's one thing that you would want from our ghostly uh, listeners for your birthday? Ooh, to tell a friend about ghostly. Okay, that's pretty easy, right? Yep. Doesn't Just tell one more one other person even cost, about ghostly. Doesn't even cost a dollar unless you're calling long distance or something like that. Which <laughs> I don't even know how <laughs> much long distance costs anymore. anymore. Yeah. No. Yeah. Just you know, ask somebody if they like ghost stories. All right. Well, until next time, stay ghostly. Bye.